Welcome to the Fill Your House with Books podcast, where we talk about Christian and wholesome children's books and all things family discipleship. Excited to have you with me today for the Fill Your House with Books podcast. We are going to be talking about um, how to make reading aloud time a miserable experience. I am sharing from my own life and I'm hoping you can relate or you might find some encouragement from what I shared. And this is um, obviously supposed to be a little bit of a joke, so people were able to relate to it quite well when I made the original post on social media and so I really wanted to talk to you all about it here on the podcast today. Number one, have your phone close by. So for me, when I have my phone close by and I feel like, oh, I need to see what just beeped or need to pick up the next phone call that will definitely make reading aloud a miserable experience it will just keep me distracted and in other words I have a much better time focusing really on anything if my phone is not close by if it is somewhere um, muted um, and I really only have it with me or have the volume on when there's something that I really need like I'm waiting on a call back or I'm waiting on my husband to call me besides that though put your phone away it will make reading aloud time much 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 easier number two read books you do not enjoy so yes this will also make your reading aloud time quite miserable if you feel like oh one more page oh and you start focusing even like silly things um such as your breathing because it's so boring and you feel like oh it's hard to even get the words out um yes of course this is challenging sometimes if our kids keep bringing us especially toddlers I have one of those toddlers here and so he just enjoys reading books all over over and over and over again so this will happen you will definitely feel um feel sort of frustrated if you really are committed to reading aloud to your children then they will request books that bore you too but you can do your part and um, fill your home with books to the most part at least that you enjoy so the book for instance my son has been requesting non-stop is um a book about a castle and a monster it's i don't remember the title right now but it's um, just like we're going on a bear hunt, but with a monster and a castle. So a group of children have all sorts of adventures trying to find something and it is a monster and then it's super sweet and then the monster comes and they run out. And I read it the very first time to them both, both of my children with like a lot of voice and sound and they were just both captivated. So that was basically what I wanted too, was that he enjoyed it. So now he brings it with him. He brings it to me all day, every day. So this is a good thing. It's of course, there would be other things I could be doing in that time, but that's the point. I want him to love books. And so that's obviously too, though, a season that they have when they're younger, that they like to repeat things over and over again. Once they're older, like my daughter is eight, she would not request me to read something exactly again. She does that with audiobooks, but chapter books, she is ready to move on to the next one pretty much after we finished one. Next one, how to make your 
Reading aloud time miserable is only read when the sink is empty and laundry done. Yes, if you wait for the moment um, in which your household is done, and if you tend to be like me and work with a to-do list and sort of just focus though on the to-dos that still need to be done and not so much on the ones that already are done, it will just never be there that time. There will always be a next thing to do, always a next thing in the household to do. There will always be something calling my name. But if we want to have read aloud times with our children, we will have to learn how to ignore the sink and the laundry every now and then. And my personal advice for that would be, obviously we still need to be committed in our household and in our homes. I would say to set times and set rhythms for your household, have set times for laundry or cooking or something and try to just cram in reading aloud time here and there. I do that when we have meals because then I will sit at the table anyways. It's just the best thing ever as well as bedtime readings. I won't be tempted to do the laundry before I take my kids to bed. I won't be busy typically or vacuum or anything because I will be reading with them. It's just clear as day and so that will definitely help when you have a struggle with um, distractions like that. Also, expecting your children not to wiggle will make your reading a lot of time quite miserable. So yes, there are beautiful paintings, pictures, and even experiences that you have had with your children, maybe with some of your children, that they just sit still and listen. But some of your children will not do that. My second child is not always quiet he's mainly actually wiggling and or even walking away during the story or talking about something but I do see so much fruit in him that he does catch the stories and he does enjoy them also though I see there are different times of the day in which he wiggles more others in which he's more in which he is more focused so I think there's always a balance but you should definitely not expect your children to sit perfectly still because that will create a pressure in you and you will not enjoy your reading aloud time. Next one, do not allow for cozy blankets and pillows. Yes, in other words, make it a very pleasant experience reading aloud. May it be inside, outside, wherever you're reading. Plan on it to be something fun. It can even just be 10 minutes. It might be up to an hour. But make it cozy. We love we love actually doing part of our homeschool lessons on the couch. And we put a blanket on us as well. And we're just loving it to just snuggle up there and, and to just relax and um, enjoy the comforts of our home and make reading aloud time something even more special. So another way to make reading aloud time a miserable experience is making sure our children ask no questions. Yes, questions are vital, and yes, there is a time for our children to sit still and listen. It's very, very, especially for Bible reading time, our daughter asks a lot of questions, and she has a lot of ideas and thoughts, and so we try to sort of, again, balance that and say sometimes, wait till the story is done, and other times, though, listen. Even if you don't answer right away, listen to their questions and see what thoughts are coming up in the minds of your children because this is a powerful, beautiful glimpse into their soul. And I think there's something very beautiful about children listening quietly. It's a nice learning atmosphere, and that's how it has to be in a school setting. But as homeschoolers and as a family sitting at home, even if you're not homeschooling, but for your bedtime reading, you do have that freedom to also have a conversation with your children about what you're reading. So this might be a board book that your child just wants to tell you the latest experience they had with a lion when they were at the zoo. And they say, oh, yeah, I saw a lion too, mommy. And it might just be that 
that sort of thing. They want to express ex excitement to you. It may be a question. It may be like, oh, wow, but what does this mean? It just totally depends on the age of your child. But even teenagers, anything, even reading with your husband or with friends in a book club, I think it's powerful to really take material in and also ask questions and asking good questions is a is a very 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 powerful skill actually next one strictly forbid snacks and drinks yes so especially for the family that might be like well where do I start reading aloud we don't do that in our home we're very busy or my kids don't like it whatever wherever you're at in your family there's ways to make it something very memorable um, or there's this sign at our church there wherever we when we eat lunches together it says feed them and they will come it's sometimes just true if you really just try to sneak in reading time and your kids are fighting it for some reason or even if they're enjoying it there's always a reason for having a little snack of course Sally Clarkson would say bake some cookies have some tea whatever it may be but snacks and drinks can help your kids to sit quietly it might just be your teenage um your um toddler kids that need food in their hands or just eat better with i mean listen better with an apple in their hand so be creative there with that and maybe even for yourself if you have chapters and chapters to read aloud like we are reading narnia right now the chapters are taking some time and i have no time to eat but i can give my kids something to make the time more enjoyable if that is something that um yeah that helps them lastly pick books your children are not interested in um yes so if you really want to make sure reading aloud time turns out to be quite bad or should be quite miserable then pick books with topics that they're just not interested in or that they find boring um, yeah, it is It is definitely like a love language when it comes to books. You will see what topics excite your children, what illustrations excite your children. And think a little bit outside of the box too. Books and books are not the same. So there are books such as like a seek and find book with Bible stories in it. There are all these amazing nonfiction titles that your kids may just be really interested in. Um, books and books and books there are so many wonderful titles just like I enjoy looking at my cookbooks a whole lot um, see that you have your home filled with titles and get books from the library that your kids are interested in and a good tip that you can just remember is if there's a title they really enjoy try to find one that's a little bit similar if you see your girls are very interested in stories with um for instance, girls um, or boys and little babies and siblings and such, I highly recommend the, I don't know how to pronounce that one, but Eloise Wilkin, um, Treasury, that was something my daughter wanted to read over and over again, so I could sort of figure out that is her taste, that is what she enjoys listening to, and specifically the pictures, she really enjoyed just families and um, my son then went through this whole animal phase where I knew, okay, those books would get him excited and then I would leave them somewhere on the couch and he would find it and look at it. So, in other words, there are many, many, many ways to make our reading aloud time a miserable experience, but there are just as many, if not more, ways to make it a delightful experience. So, you can do this. You um, can inspire your children to love books and you can have wonderful reading aloud times in your family. 
I would love to hear from you. What would you like to add to the list or what has really worked well in your family? Connect with me over on Fill Your House with Books on Instagram as well as Facebook. Send me a message. Also, if you have questions, if there's specific titles or kinds of books that you're looking for, recommendations or tips, reach out. Don't hesitate. I love reaching out or I love when others reach out to me and conversations come up. I'm grateful for all of you following along. Have a wonderful day and spend some time reading aloud to your kids today. Bye-bye.